the odds couple. Starting your weekend of racing off right. Picking winners with SEN's best tipsters. Hey, g'day everyone. Great to have your company wherever you might be around this uh, wonderful country called Australia, the state of Victoria, the city of Melbourne. We welcome you to the odds couple this morning. We're a staple diet uh, at 8 o'clock on a Saturday morning always. Uh, we don't miss. We hope you don't miss and we find you a winner this afternoon either at Flemington and particularly up in the Gold Coast. Massive day up there with the Magic Millions. Josh Jenkins, if you're working from home this morning, I think he had a bit of a late night last night. He's having a little half hour off. He's going to join us from 8.30. But talking of stable diets, man who just doesn't miss. He's here. He sits in the corner here. He wears the same black T-shirt. He's selling a bit of gold around the neck, a bit of bling. He loves to do a bit of bling. This morning he's got his... Um, Slides on that uh, the same ones worn by billionaires in the uh, tech industry. He's got his uh, tinted glasses on. He's got his hair with gel in it. He's going to have a magic millions day to remember. I talk of no one else bar the king, David Taylor. Oh, Scoop, great introduction. As you say, I need every bit of help possible. Uh, I tell you what, you know who also will probably be listening to us? Not that they would have much of a chance in the past. I reckon, I reckon a few of the Melbourne jockeys driving into Flemington... I reckon they're already on their way. 10.30 the first. It's early, isn't it? 10.30. Wow, would that wow. have stopped them riding track work this morning? I suppose it would, wouldn't it? If Maybe. Yeah, if you have to sort of sauna and that, if they're, if they're local, uh, I'll tell you. Like, as you say, if they were, say, a Flemington-bound jock, uh, if they've got, to say, a kilo to lose, kilo and a half, that's probably an hour in the sauna. So, yeah, they might have knocked off track work about 7 o'clock this morning. Before we get into the nitty-gritty of a bit of news we're going to talk about this morning that's been going on the racing industry, something I want to follow up from last week that was absolutely pertinent that we spoke on the show last week. Oh, what? You wouldn't... Yeah. Don't go on with it. You wouldn't I've credit it, I've got a story to tell you. It's amazing, isn't it? I've hey? got a story to tell you. We'll blame on you I drive in that. every Saturday morning yep. and I see people with orange and yellow shirts on with HCC on the back of them. When you get close enough to them, it's Hawthorne Cycling Club. Oh, is it? The Hawthorne Cycling Club. There's generally 40 or 50 of them. No, I haven't hit one with my bull bar. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hit anyone with my bull bar. <laughs> You're thinking of it though, aren't you? <laughs> no. Small things appeal to small minds. I, I'm the first to admit, yeah. I have a small mind. Yeah. This morning I'm driving, I get my coffee from a man in Richmond. He's a ripping fella. Adam, uh, a beauty. I get my coffee, bring it in. There it is. There's my coffee. I yeah. love it. I love it. M-Y-O-H. Cha-ching. Yeah. yeah, beautiful. Yeah. Um, I ride up and there they are at the lights. The Hawthorne Cycling Club. There's HCC. generally 50 of them, sometimes 60. Yeah. This morning, there was six. <laughs> They're all at did you look Portier back in your and oh. Lawn and France and Oh, London. did you wind down your window, did you? Oh, but I, 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 I just started to laugh. <laughs> Look at the lonely six of them. You tell me there's 50 of They've them. They've gone away. They're, they're, oh, they'll be all over the world, the Hawthorne Cycling Club. You know, they'll come back eventually. In February, I'll start nudging them with the I bull I thought your eyesight got the better of you, and you looked in your rearview mirror, and you've knocked most of them down. No, no, no. I just I just like, I've, I wanted to put the win in. Oh, what? You six gone broke during the year or something, have you? Where are all your mates, <laughs> eh? they all on the cliff at Portia, uh, are they? I thought you were going to turn oh, the HCC into a HSP pack. Yeah, yeah, so there you go. There you go. The small things are... They do. They entertain small minds. But Magic Millions been on a week. It's huge. It's been a huge week already. Extraordinary. No rest for the wicket up there. 
four two million plus horses. You know, I remember three or four years ago they had their first million dollar horse, and you know, yeah. now, now there's you know four at two plus two sevens the top price. Yearlong brought two point six. Right, extraordinary. Three nine nine. Yeah. Um, 297k is the average so far. I still got the night session after the races today, so yes. it could touch 300. Amazing, isn't it? Uh, 294 was last year, 2022. That was their average, but uh, quite an extraordinary week. They you know, sell it well. well. We yeah, had a couple of horses well. take off early doors <laughs> you know, when they did the barrier draw. They were heading up the surface paradise. Well, Cam Wick was there, and he goes, "I can't believe it. Four times they go up that beach." Yeah, yeah, to work out barrier draws and that. Yeah, yeah. To, and and you know they want to get the right shot. To, and market it during this year for next year, but um, amazing what's going on on there during the week. It, the money just kept rolling in, and the big trainers involved, big owners involved, amazing stuff. Yeah, well, uh, well, who's got a handful of horses in it? Snowden's got he's got a monopoly on the race today, has he not? Jay Carr, Jay Mack on the favourites there. Yeah. China yeah, Heist Horse got Club, a couple Waterhouse. I mean, they're, they're all there. They mm. they. They love to win it and be competitive. And the China Horse Club, which is the red and yellow colours, I've got yeah. three runners. They got and their first three favourites. J Max on the favourite, Emperor of Japan. Mm. We're all wondering why he wasn't on um, the Jamie, the the one with Jamie Carr. He won on that Gold Coast. Uh, I'll just bring it up. Uh, what the name of it, of course. Uh, yeah, of course, uh, Sovereign Fund. Mm. And we're all wondering why it was Jamie on it, not J Mac. Of course, Jamie went up there to test pilot it two weeks ago in that field of four. It won as it like. I thought J-Max pulled the wrong rein, but now with the barrier draws, it's drawn the car park. So mm. Jamie Carr, well, she'll have, to, she'll have to ride this a treat, won't she, to get the money on it. I'll tell you, you just, she's a phenomenal rider, Jamie Carr. She knows what but she's she, doing. She rode Sosie Bond at Sandown there last week. Now, Sosie Bond is not a horse you can generally back. I was, I, I couldn't believe how well it went down to the gates, and it just looked like she'd become part of the horse. And then the way it travelled in running, I've never seen Sosie Bond just, come off its line of galloping and then go whoosh and win a race, yeah. you know? And the, the hot pot um, came up to jack. win it. Yeah, Demo He came yeah. up. And so she just popped out off his running line and went, woof. Yeah. And you could just see it was going to happen. The horse got on so well with Jamie Carr. It was just going to run a bottler, and it did. It was She's an extraordinary rose. So the theme of the story being, even coming from the widest gate, if there's a jockey that can get the job done from there, I reckon it's Jamie Carr. Mm. Horses she doesn't just seem panic. to travel for her. She doesn't panic. That's oh. what I, I love about her. She just does not panic in a race. What are you looking at this screen? What are you looking for? Well, I'm just looking there? at there's big money for the 13. Skirt the law. Two starts, two wins. Pug Maloney, um, Tony Golan. But guess what? We'll, we'll know more about it uh, with, when we speak to Chris Nelson we will. later. And we'll on give in the Chris show. a bit more time this morning. I think we'll get to him a little earlier. Think, yeah, so we, yeah. we do a thorough vision across the. Uh, the Magic Millions. Now, the thing I mentioned off the top of the road, last week we couldn't believe that when you go through your jockey training, you, you are not instructed on what you do in case of emergencies, on track. A, a false start we are, of course, but that's a false start. Yeah. Uh, and that's usually, you know, you got the light as soon as they, you leave the gates. But in a staying race, as you say, if the barriers get bogged or the tractor breaks down, you can, can't get the... Barry's off the track, or if there's an incident, yeah, you're not trained for that. There's, it's very rare it happens. We mentioned it about the the Perth Cup, 
It's happened a few years ago in the Sydney Cup, and you wouldn't believe it, the first of Werribee yeah. over the 2000 and it's quite whatever. Yeah. But the Perth Cup wasn't the barriers. It was an accident, yeah. So, yeah, ba- yeah barriers slash an accident. Yeah. Yeah. But, but we mentioned the barriers on Saturday morning. Yeah, but you're unaware of what's going on, especially going past the winning post the first time. You don't know mm. what's going on. Yeah. So the next thing, it's all hectic and... You're trying to get advice. It's the clerk of the courses that are going back the other, the other way. The other way. Uh, just waving trying, their yeah, arms. Yeah, waving their arms. And that's the only way you'll you'll know that there's, there's something Now you know why they mischief. ride, in general, grey horses and wear red coats. Well, there you They've go. got to be like a traffic light. Like a safety. If they're coming one. back at the mm. field to mm. warn you about something yeah. that's happening They're not on the track. On the course. They're on the track, but they're on the outside fence. But they well, weren't they there the other get... day. They had to go the line of the barrier yeah. to make sure they went on the outside and to get that gap between yeah. the outside fence and the end and of the, the barrier. Yeah, correct. But it was quite. I, I watched it when I watched it. I thought, oh wow, we just talked about that yeah. this morning. What are the odds that it had happened that day? Yeah. One of the scenarios we painted correct. was you know doing a lap and a half of the yeah. course. And the barriers get bogged, well, the, or the, the tractor t- breaks down. Because we we don't, don't really cover the P ones much no. on Saturday trackside due to the influx of metropolitan racing. But it, yeah, the the text machine lit up like a Christmas tree. So that, that then that then creates another question. You say, well, I wonder if they leave the tractor running. They do. They have to when when the the horses are in the barriers, so they know that at least the tractor's started. You know, yeah, to, they do to drag the barriers off. Yeah. Those sort of things. So, so we'll get a steward on, I reckon, at some stage, just to have a chat about that. So, what happens now? You know, what, what do you do? What what are what are the the scenarios, and and what are the emergency activities? What buttons have you got to push? Yeah, the protocols buttons you got to push. Yeah. How do you contact the, the 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 boys on the horse? How do you contact the boys at the barrier? All that sort of stuff. Because it it's quite amazing mm. that that what can happen, and then how quick the reaction was. And the other thing, coming out of a full gallop, how quick the jocks were to pull the horses up. Yeah. Like they were only easy. trotting and cantering by yeah. the time they got to the... They must have got around pretty quick to them. Yeah, well, I, so I reckon he got at least a furlong. Yeah, was... But, I mean, out of a full gallop, to bring them back to a trot and a canter... Yeah, it's an amazing effort. You yeah. know, in a race, that's uh, that's a tough thing to do, I they reckon. They would have had about 400 metres to prepare for it, I reckon. <laughs> Still not a lot, is it? I thought it was probably less. Still not, still not a lot. Yeah, yeah, probably less. You know, they were on that back bend at Werribee. They were coming round. The, the 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 barriers were fifty meters into the straight off the bend. But they didn't. You know, if it was a furlong, it wouldn't have been much more. Mm. And they had them trotting and cantering just to get through the gap between the stalls and the fence. Jesus, good. Effort. And that big field, exactly oh. right. When they're oh, all pulling up at once. So extraordinary stuff. Uh, we'll, we'll dig further, but that, that was that was quite ironic. You mentioned this morning the the Standish is on today tags. Yes, it's usually on New Year's Day. New Year's Day, we, along with the uh, the it's the baguette, of course, isn't it? Yeah. Why, yeah. why so, my son? Sorry. Why so, my son? I don't know. Is it a, they changed it the last two or three years? Uh, uh, the Standish uh, is it to coincide in two weeks' time to the Australian Stakes at Mooney Valley? Yeah, being a giving it more of a lead-up, more relevance, mm. which I think is a really Brain good idea. Rainbeck and Quinella, this, stake, uh, this uh, standish today. Mm. The VRC, the the, the um, changes they've made, uh, you know, the stuff they've implemented, you know, like the three group ones on the final day, they've been spot on, you know. Yeah. You know, they've faced heavy challenge from Sydney and, and just them just throwing money at stuff and making up names and... 
or, or you know, and, and that's all great. That's that's all fine, you know. But uh, it, I I was initially calling for action from the VRC, but then I just love the way they've gone about it and yeah. and Racing Victoria. And just you know, we'll place that there, we'll place that there, we'll make that it makes yeah. that race more. This, relevant. I still miss the Standish on on New Year's Day because that's part of. Uh, well, it's, it's been part of the, the racing calendar for so many years. I, I can understand. I still scratch my head. It took 150 years to, to move the McKinnon from mm. the first day to the final day, mm. you know, a week after the Cox Plate and uh, considering how it was used uh, for, for leading up into a Melbourne Cup. But, no, nah, the standish, I, I just think it adds to to, to New Year's Day. Yeah. Well, we, there's our push. That's our other push. Is let's, get a, let's get a nice race on New Year's Day still. Well, why can't they move the Standish back to New Year's Day and have another nice race today? Oh, gee. there's another one. Okay, you're very radical. Hey, Toby and, wants to be radical. Toby from Reservoir, one of your SEN track men, mm-hmm. he wants to be radical again today. Yeah. He said, "This time last year, you got a big quaddy." Yeah, that, yeah, it won't be, nah, won't happen today. Why? No, just, just the way it is. It's. Um, I've taken only a little quaddy today at Flemington. Well, that doesn't mean it can't be a big. Pay. Yeah, exactly right. But I don't think it's, yeah, the way the numbers are and worked out, it won't be. Yeah. So he's having a bit of a run at the minute, you know, and he's he's a bit a bit off colour on his quad. He needs to get his confidence back. Tough mate to today, Melbourne, Sydney. We need to give him a lift. But we'll do our best to give him a lift through the odds cover. He'll get a lift when Chrissy Nelson joins us after the break. I've no doubt we'll start uh, talking about the big Magic Millions meet up there. You're not hearing the voice of the lurch. Josh Jenkins, he's joining us after 8.30. I think he had a wedding last night and he's pulled up a bit rusty. He needed another half hour in the cot. Seriously, an extra half hour? Yeah, he needed a little half hour. Extra half hour. Well, he's the same bloke that came to the desk last week Mm. and he was... Broadcasting from home last week on his, you know, on his in his little, you know, yeah. purpose-built studio, he came with no shirt on. Yeah, yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, yeah you know, and, and sort of flashing his guns the whole show, thinking that that we were going to be impressed by it. <laughs> yeah, well, he should. What he shouldn't have done is put the mirrors on the wall that he did in his little studio, because tell you what, what he's got to look at ain't that flash. Chris Nelson coming up after the break. Big Magic Millions Day, also a day uh, at Flemington that's uh, got plenty of. Really competitive racing. We'll have a look at the lot as the show goes on. It's 17 minutes after 8 o'clock. Chris Nelson on the other side. The Odds Couple. Starting your weekend of racing off right. Picking winners with SEN's best tipsters. 23 after 8 o'clock. Chris Nelson coming up uh, in just a moment's time. We've got Corey Smith here to tell us uh, all about uh, the puppies and what's going on there with the, the greyhounds after 8.30. Josh Jenkins will join us after 8.30 as well. And, of course, all our market movers, thanks to Werribee I Zuzu, a little later in the show and tags Quaddy. And this time last year, he got a massive Quaddy, so we reckon he might be in luck to kick off the new year with a bang. Well, the Magic Millions, it kicked off with a bang on Tuesday. The Magic Millions sale, it's been bring it all week. And their race day is the showcase today up there on the Gold Coast. Our man to tell us all about it uh, is our racing Queensland man. Let's go with Queensland, your place to race this summer. Chris Nelson joins us as per usual. Chris, good morning to you. Good morning, Simon. Uh, good morning, Tags. Hello, Chris. Hi. You went to, you went to the Gold Coast earlier in the week. I remember we, we chatted about it last Saturday. You went up for a couple of days earlier in the week, yeah? 
Yeah, I was there on uh, Sunday night, so I was there all day Monday and most of Tuesday. We did the uh, the Barrier Draw broadcast from the beach there on Tuesday, which was great. Plenty of people around and uh, and headed home on uh, on uh, Tuesday and been back to Brisbane a few times since to do some other radio stuff uh, with the Magic Millions radio show, which has been a lot of fun. So a busy week and a really good week, enjoyable. The, the race day has just got better and better. You know, now, now yeah. you know, with all the... The prize money, of course, you know, the attraction is massive, but mm. you know, it used to be, you know, sort of the two-year-old race and maybe the guineas, but now, you know, there's six or seven quality races on the card. You're right. It's just a day now. It's not, It's not a, uh, as you say, not a couple of, of uh, races. It's a day of really good races. And, and look, in the next couple of years, that's only going to improve. We're going to have a Friday night meeting in 2025 and then the Saturday uh, Magic Millions meeting, the Friday night, obviously, under lights when the lights are done. So... We're going to have a, uh, a similar type thing that you have down there at the Valley oh, yeah, in good. the springtime. So it'll, it'll be really, really good. And it's just going to get bigger and bigger and bigger with the prize money increases. And look, the really, the really good thing on Tuesday morning was the amount of people on the beach, families on holidays that have just wandered around and probably didn't even know what was going on until they thought, saw all the commotion and all the people. And, you know, probably thought, how good's this? I'll come back and, uh, and see this again next year. So it's just so well promoted. Great event. Now, Chris, let's have a quick look at the big two-year-old race. And there has yep. been one that's been backed for a small fortune in number 13, Skirt the Law. And I know that you, you're a big fan of it. I do like Skirt the Law. I've just got that one query tags about what she's been beating. She's had the two starts. They've both been like barrier trials. She's beat nothing. The times have been okay. Um, look, she, she looks good enough to win the race. She draws beautifully. She was the mm. big winner at the barrier draw. That, that gate's perfect for her. She hasn't run for six weeks. Didn't run last week due to a wide gate. So, as I say, Tony Gollan will know how good she is. Uh, he'll know his times and what she's doing on the track and all that sort of thing. But what we've seen to date, I have nothing, no knock on her. The only query I have is is what she's been beating. But, uh, look, the market's been, you know, very strong with her right since the barrier draw. So, you know, it's it's she's right in there with a chance. Look, the big query we had this morning, we, we didn't expect this uh, track to come up a soft six. Uh, it's been mm. good all week. And we've had three and a half to four mils of rain overnight. And they put four mils of irrigation on yesterday. So they weren't expecting the rain. So this changes the complexion of the whole day. Uh, mm. Last week, we had a, a leader's paradise. That's not going to happen now. So just how, how uh, rain affected the track is, we won't know until, uh, until we start racing. And they'll probably get off the fence in the straight now. So it's completely... All the form we've done, it could go right out the window, guys. Mm. <laughs> right. And it may even um, suit Sovereign Fund then from the outside gate for Jamie Carr. Yeah, could well do. Mm. Could well do. So we're just going to have to give it a few races, see what happens. But looking at the uh, the radar and the traffic cameras down that way, there just looks to be the odd shower floating around. So it was a it was a good three, almost firm last Saturday. We've had no rain all week, and we've had what uh, say seven to eight with the irrigation and the rain this morning. I don't think it should be too wet. If the rain stops, it should dry out pretty quickly. Am I seeing things or or imagining things, Chris? When I say that. The two-year-old race in itself, out of the runners that are there today, there's more depth than we generally see. You know, there, yeah. there's a lot more horses at sort of that 19 and $20 and below, whereas, you know, many of the years we've seen, you know, those 60 and $100 ones and, you know, been a lot of them. But this year, I, I think there's a more even spread of talent. Yeah, spot on, Simon, 100% right. Uh, there's a more even bunch. We usually get a cool and gather last year or a sunlight or something like that that's a dominant favourite. 
and has been sort of dominant favourite uh, from earlier uh, in this year or later last year. This year, I mean, we've got all, all these Snowden runners. We've got other, other ones in the mix as well. And what made it even more even, I'm going to say that, was the barrier draw. A lot of the mm. well-fancied runners at the barrier draw drew wide gates, which makes it even more difficult to try and work it out. So, yeah, you're 100% right. Much more open this year than it has been in the last few years. Uh, the three-year-old race there. Chris, oh, are you sticking yes. with uh, Yellow Brick, who you declared last start when he won that three-quarters of a million-dollar race? Yeah, yeah, I am. He is a ripper, this guy. He'll just go forward. He absorbs the pressure. And then once they challenge him in the straight, he just finds another gear. This is his acid test, obviously. Yeah. But gee, he was good at Toowoomba. He'll take good benefit from that. And the uh, the given the ground won't be an issue at all. Just looking at uh, his form this morning, he's had a couple of goes on heavy ground for a win and a placing. Mm. So that's not going to worry him. The softer, he's just uh, such a promising horse. If he wins this today and wins it comfortably, well, he could be uh, one of the best horses out of Queensland we've seen for some time. Beautiful. You're not getting the eight dollars like you did the other day at Toowoomba, though. No. But he's not. He's not favourite. He's four twenty now. The the favourite in the race is. Uh, He's J-Mac uh, and Snowden's Russian Conquest. Yeah, and looks clearly the um, the main danger. Uh, one run back from a break, good at Gosford in the guineas there, ran on very strongly at the end of 1,200. So the 14.25 is certainly going to suit, uh, and a horse that has one on soft ground. But uh, no, I'm sticking with Yellow Brick. He's done absolutely nothing wrong, and he's just one of those horses you'd love to own, up on the speed and gives a really good kick in the straight. Okay, just your official numbers and, and tips of the day. Can you just go through them again for us, Chris? Yeah, the main races, Simon? Yep, the, what, whatever, whatever you like. You, whatever you You're like. in charge. All right, here we go. The best bet, and the rain won't worry this one at all. Race four, number two, Scalapini. Uh, he looks the good thing of the day, no matter what happens weather-wise. So race four, number two, Scalapini, the best. Race eight, number four, Yellow Brick, the second best. Um, I'm a little bit worried about the others. I do like uh, race five, number five, Mimi Lagarde, but I want to track upgrade to be really keen on her. Race five, number five. And I thought uh, in race nine, number seven, Superium, was some sort of chance if they're running on. But those two wouldn't want it any wetter. Yeah, $10 double, that, your first two best there. Yeah, they're the best, Scalapini yep. and Yellow Brick Yeah, $10. I'm all over it. Beautiful. All right, that'll do us. So, Chris, enjoy the day. It's uh, wonderful racing up there today, and um, you'll be joining us right throughout the afternoon on SEN track, so uh, we look forward to what you're seeing up north, and it's a soft six to kick the day off, yeah? Yeah, and I'll be able to update you during the day, guys, on uh, on trackside to how it's playing and uh, what the weather's conditions are like, etc. So there you go. So keep everyone informed. Good on you. Thanks, Chris. Chat to you Thanks, during Simon. the day. Thanks. And the Queensland Summer Racing Carnival takes centre stage once again this week. Visit racingqueensland.com. .au. We're going to a news break on the other side. Corey Smith with a bit of Greyhound news. Uh, Josh Jenkins will take us through uh, some of the winners from the trots all going well. Then we'll start to have a look at uh, at Melbourne and get the uh, market movers up there in Queensland as well. So lots more to come on the Odds Couple. Saturday morning, it's 29 to 9. The Odds Couple, starting your weekend of racing off right. Picking winners with SEN's best tipsters. Yeah, that's the speed, uh, and one of those uh, tipsters is going to be joining us shortly, uh, Josh the, the Lurch uh, Jenkins. But before we uh, get to Josh Jenkins, let's have a look at uh, what's happening Greyhound racing-wise over the weekend. Corey Smith joins us from the Meadows, racing tonight, Melbourne Greyhounds, the Meadows. Corey, good after, good morning to you. I was about to say good afternoon to you. 
Oh, well, yeah, it is a little bit mixed up today. Obviously, we're starting at Flemington at 10.30, so it just feels like today's a bit thrown out of wax, Goob. So we'll uh, we'll give you a bit of a... a, a, a I'm just a ahead of my time, Corey. I'm just ahead of my yeah. time. <laughs> That's it, mate. That's it. But I am quite keen on the Meadows meeting tonight. I've got three tips for you, so hopefully we can go three of three. Oh, I like and it. And feel the nicely tonight. Race one, number four, Magic Muffin. She looks like the clear leader here, and that is why I'm keen on her. There is some strong types in this, so she will have to be leading pretty comfortably as she's not the strongest over the 500 metres at this stage of her career. But I think she can do that. I think she can be highballing out in front, be too good for them, and run them a merry dance. In race number three, I have number seven, Jackpot Joan. I think the six and the one are the speed influences. The seven is the best dog in the race, and I think can get a card across with the six. If we lob in behind the one and the six, uh, then I think we'll be winning Jackpot Joan at about $3. And then in the lucky last, race 12, number one, it's nice and short, but could be just a little multi-anchor, and we... We uh, have it in the get-out stakes. Race 12, number one, Beatrix Bale. This uh, looks like a good thing, to be honest. $1.60 is uh, no issue for me when when it looks like this thing will be winning pretty comfortably. It drops in class majorly and uh, looks like a good thing at $1.60. What was the first one there, Corey? Uh, race, race one, Magic Muffin, number four. Ah. And then race three, number seven. Race 12, number one. And you will get around about fourteen dollars seventy for that. There we go. That'll be nice. I'll be. Uh, I'll be very happy with that. Yeah, beautiful. We'll be happy if we get that, yeah. Corey. Yeah. Well, fingers crossed we do. And just as a heads up for everyone out there, Australian Cup tickets will be going on sale early this week. Ooh. So keep an eye out for those on the Meadows.org. There's plenty of information out there about it. But uh, the Australian Cup Carnival, of course. Uh, one of our major tra- traditional carnivals. It goes for three weeks in February, the 11th, the 18th, and the 25th. So that'll be a big one. We'll have kids' nights and all that sort of stuff, punting nights and 12 uh, Group 1 heats in the middle week as well as five Group 1s over that three-week uh, carnival. So that'll be an absolute ripper in February, so keep your eye out for that. Good on you, Corey. Thanks for that. Uh, good luck tonight out there at the Meadows. Catch Metropolitan Greyhound Racing at its finest tonight at the Meadows. Melbourne Greyhounds. Did you write down those three tips, yep. Corey? And what was the multi? Thirty dollars on it. What was the multi? How much? Around about fifteen dollars. Oh, if you give it a little play, because he, he was he was up and about on, wasn't he? Yeah, confident. Okay, we're talking about up and about. Uh, we'll talk trots next with Josh Jenkins before we start having a look at the gallops up at the Gold Coast and also here at Flemington. The early start, ten thirty. The Odds Couple, starting your weekend of racing off-right. Picking winners with SEN's best tipsters. Yeah, David Taggart, Simon O'Donnell in the studio here at SEN. Joining us now live via satellite, Josh the Lurch Jenkins. Good morning to you, Mr Jenkins. Morning, Simon. I'm just on the phone, mate. You don't need to uh, complicate things. Uh, okay, well, let's the, not complicate uh, them. Let's you get on with your trots tips, and we'll uh, we'll move on <laughs> to some gallops that are very important to us. Right. Summer of glory. Visit thetrots.com.au. Your time. Let's go. Um, Shepparton Cup tonight, which will be uh, good for those up in the Golden Valley. Uh, race seven, number two, I cast no shadow. We'll chuck him in. I mean, he won the Inter-Dominion, uh, which was a bit of a surprise to most, but... 
He goes around drawn well here. Yeah, $1.95 should be too good for them if he goes as good as he did in the Interdom. Into, we'll roll that all up into uh, Albion Park. We're going to go to Queensland, Simon. Uh, breaks four, number seven, turn it up, which is uh, which is well-named horse. Very fast horse, should be too good as well. So we'll put those two together. It gets us about $3.20. Short, sweet, simple, scoop. Yep, to the point, like it. So... Race seven, number two at, in Shepparton, and race four, number seven up at Albion Park in Queensland. Josh's trots tips. Don't miss Harness Racing Summer of Glory featuring the great Southern Star and Hunter Cup. How far away are they, Josh? Uh, the uh, uh, Hunter Cup is on about February 4, I'm going to say. Right, okay. All right. A few weeks away for a couple of, uh, or a couple more um, big harness races. Okay. Talking of big races, massive day, Josh and Tags up on the Gold Coast. We're going to have a look at uh, four of the races up there, starting with race six. What have we got from a market moving point of view up there in race six? The Magic Million... Uh, Snippets, 1,200. Snippets, 1,200. Well, I think Snippets won the first two-year-old Magic Millions, did he not? Yeah, I think he did, yeah. yeah. My word. Uh, race six over the uh, six furlongs, as you say, boys. King of Sparta for Team Snowden. Uh, was a nice winner, fresh up. Drawn wide, though, tag. James McDonald takes the ride. $1.95 in from $2.25. Uh, a bit of money around for shooting for gold as well. The O'Day and Hoisted Runner at 50 And then Space Boy, just a little bit of money, maybe the Jamie Carfax at 12 into 10 yeah, there's already five scratchings here. So King of Sparta moves into barrier nine. We spoke to Chris Nelson earlier. I'm not sure if you you heard this, JJ, but there is a, a little bit of rain around. We are on a soft six. They weren't expecting the rain. Uh, so they may be getting off the fence. So sort of a middle to, to wide-ish barrier may not be too much of a concern there as they, they may be getting off the fence in the straight. Um, there's a horse here that's got wraps on him and there's a little bit of money. The 14, Mauatai first up. They're going to go hard in this. He will be up on pace. Um he always seems to be in the money, this horse. But, uh, yeah, I think he might be a little bit outclassed. I can understand the money for Space Boy, though. I am me, who, as you say, uh, broke the track record at Canterbury uh, on that occasion. And he only got beaten 1.2 from him. And he, he has he goes on a soft track, Space Boy. So I can understand all the money for him. Okay, race seven, Josh. Yes, the, the, big uh, the big one, the two-year-old classic. And, uh, I mean, where do you look here? Yeah. Throw a dart at the dartboard and you might land one. Uh, Empire of Japan, again, the same combo, the same silks, the same everything. James McDonald for Team Snowden, $5 Empire of Japan. The local trying to upset the Sydney Siders, strength law, two runs, two wins, $5.50. And then you've just got a whole host of Sydney horses. Platinum Jubilee for Waterhouse Pot at six. Sovereign Fun for the Snowdens at seven. Empress of Wonder at 11. You've got the My Racehorse runner, Infatuation for Bjorn Baker. So good luck to everyone. Uh, involved in the My Race Horse Horse. I think there's yeah. 1,300 owners in this horse, yeah. so good luck there at $17. And the girls horse, Croatian Bell, at 19 bucks. Uh, with, with Empire of Japan, number four, it is your favourite. As you say, it's an open race. may get a little bit of a form line uh, earlier in the day. There's a horse that beat it in a trial uh, going around the first at Rose Hill today called King of Dragons. It's second favourite behind the spruik horse of Karamar's horse. That's even money that John Allen goes up and rides. But... Uh, Queen of Dragons beat Empire of Japan at the trials. So there could be a little watch there if you 
but as you say, they are only trials. Sovereign Fund, I thought that was my selection. I thought J-Mac pulled the wrong race, uh, wrong rein here. But now with the barrier draws, well, he might have done something right. From the two-year-olds to the three-year-olds, race eight is the Magic Mears three-year-old yeah. guineas. Yes, uh, yellow brick. What about this horse? Uh, come from the clouds and our man Chris Nelson found this horse for us in the uh, in the uh, slot race up there the other night at Toowoomba. Uh, $4.20 for this horse, but Russian Conquest has been well uh, supported. Five into four, J-Mac from the Snowden. So that's the combo to follow today. Spiritualized again, another local last start winner. Nine fifty into eight dollars as we almost run off the road. Hell I am ten into nine and Tijuana for the Hayes boys ten dollars out to thirteen dollars. Yeah, yeah, King's Consort, yeah, as you say, uh, one for the Freedmans. Uh, J Mac does what J Mac wants to do, doesn't he? He rides fifty four, this horse Russian conquest, this belly. He'll give it a kilo because he can't make the weight, of course. Uh, he's the only one riding overweight in the race. Uh, it has to be a big chance, doesn't it, Russian Conquest? It has to be, this filly. Just got beaten the, uh, in the list of Gosford Guineas, didn't it? Got, got back just off the pace and really stormed home late. So, uh, yeah, good little race again, isn't it? Worth $2 million. Okay, and the race nine is the last one. We're going to have a, a look at a, a competitive race here, um... And uh, Vega won, which we've all been part of before, but Oscar Zulu looks the one to beat, Josh. It is, yeah. J-Mac for uh, Chris Waller this time. Um, drawn inside, $3.40. So just wonder whether that barrier might be a disadvantage late in the day tags. Uh, Emerald Kingdom at 6.50. Holyfield, uh, one of the all-stars at 7.50. Uh, Petronius at 8. And then a big price about Vega one and the rest. Yeah, Emerald Kingdom. Brody Lloyd won on this horse the other day, won the buffering on him, uh, but jumps off him to ride Holyfield. Uh, unless it's just Jimmy Burns uh, riding, he couldn't ride it the other day. I'm not sure because uh, previous to that he'd, he'd ridden it. So uh, you'd have to say Holyfield would have to be a bit of a chance and be a knockout. Uh, you'd have to be a knockout chance in this, wouldn't he, JJ? Uh, uh, yes, well said, well said. Yeah, yeah. Took me a while to get it out, but I got it out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Josh, stay with us. Um, we'll come back and have a look at the big meeting at Flemington. It gets underway in uh, just over an hour and a half's time. Uh, Tags has got the full bottle there as well, and we'll get his quaddy, of course. This day last year, Tags got a massive quaddy. We need that to happen again today. We'll be back with you uh, in a few moments' time. It's 12 to 9. The Odds Couple, starting your weekend of racing off right. Picking winners with SEN's best tipsters. Yeah, they're here. One in the house, one down the line, and you can try sports bets bet with mates. Uh, start a group and build a multi together. Conditions apply and always gamble responsibly. Gentlemen, a big meeting out at Flemington that starts in just over an hour and a half's time. And it is uh, over to you to find us some winners. Yeah, so make sure you get your pens, pencils, crayons, form guides, be ready. And JJ, what have you got for us at this early Flemington start today? Yeah, well, the first is at 10.30, so take note, punters. You don't want to tune out and then tune in at lunchtime and you've missed three or four races. So the first is the VRC Summer Fun Sprint. Tom Kitten, this Godolphin. Speed uh, machine. Two-year-old, two-year-old colt uh, looks very, very hard to beat. $5.50 at open. There's been one or two coming out of the market, but not much, into $2.70. So really good money for Tom Kitten in the first. Race number two 
is all about the boy from Swanell, Harry Coffey. He'll probably uh, cross paths on the highway soon. Uh, it's two from three, $1.85 in from 205. So good money for Dunkel in race two over 2,000 metres. Race three, again, over 2,000 metres. It's been good money for Pacino. Open 10. Uh, fast two now in the $5. Did you get involved in that tag? Is that what you're growing no, about? No, it's scent of a woman, El Pacino. Oh, ah. Oh, right, yeah, sorry. Um, uh, just let me roll through this, please. Race four, Spirit uh, <laughs> Ridge, six into $3.30. But Blakey Shin and Adabal Nation, so Blake might have a couple of winners early in the card. Swords Drawn been uh, well supported as well. Dee Oliver jumps on for Mike Maroney, 650 into 390. Uh, then we get to race number five. Forbidden City, Luke Nolan, PJ Moody, 330 into 270. A uh, little bit of money around as well for Starlight Stroke for Lean Gordray, 17 into 11. And then we get to the first leg of the Quaddy. The Quaddy that Tag promises me he will get the standish over the 1,200 metres. Rose Quartz for Harry Coffey, $4.40. Vespertine at five, drawn inside. Al Vorson at nine into 550 and Snapper at 650. Yeah, you, you can't leave Hal Vorson out. Number two, he's looking for th- his third standish here. Uh, Back-to-back, of course, he's looking for it. He had a break in between. But Graham Begg could easily Quinella this uh, with his two runners. Uh, I like the fact that uh, Rose Quartz gets up to two, uh, 1,200, where I think suits her better now that she's an older mare. Two, four, and eight. What about Western Empire? We've got an unbelievable record on good tracks. Is the winner first up? 1,200, yeah. 1,200, mate. You Yeah, John Lee trains it. Yeah, he's trolled up all right. Uh, but, yeah, I'm, I know he's probably the best horse in the race, but I think 1,200 is a bit too short for him. Uh, race seven, here to shock. Uh, hard horse to catch for uh, the Hayes boys, $2.30, nice and short. Beltora at six fifty, Hasseltop and Typhoon Harmony also at six fifty, and a bit of money around for Aaron Bay, uh, ten dollars into seven fifty. Yeah, we see the scratching of pounding here, but uh, number three here to shock was huge first up for his new stable and draws to get a soft run from one, as does the mayor Typhoon Harmony, number ten, coming off a very strong Valley win. Um, as I said, she finished on Pounding's heels the start before. Uh, so the form has been all right. Three, six, and ten. Three, six, and ten. I just had to change things up then with the scratching and pounding. Uh, race eight over the six furlongs. Jungle Jim. Geordie Childs takes the ride at four. Mike Maroney, last start winner, $3.70. Kentucky Casanova at four sixty. The Jumbuck at five. Diamonds in the sky uh, for Linda Meach and Peter Moody. Uh, again, another last start winner. At $6. Yeah, I, I can't go past Jungle Jim, uh, especially on his last win down the straight, over 1,100. Ran good time, and his last 600 was 33 on the dot. All all he has to do is bring that, and he wins. Number three, one out. Best of the day, Jungle Jim. Oh, no. He's Ooh, one out. hello. Hello, oh, best of the day. Uh, That's it. Lucky lads. Uh, the VRC event start benchmark 70 over the 1,400. Uh, world famous Victory Bay. 380 into $2.90. Drawn wide for, for, uh, for Trumby Nolan. British Columbia at 330. Heskett 750. Blow in 11. And then big odds about the rest. Bit of money around for a frigid uh, for Jamie yes. Leake at $17. Yes. Uh, and I'm throwing it in as well. Uh, there's eight scratchings in this too. So field of 12. British Columbia will get the run of the race and will will only improve from his great first up run and stays in the same grade. He's also won. One from one second up. 19 Heskett, what you were just talking about, JJ, was sent our favourite in that race. 
and just got too far back out of his green. That won't happen. He deserves another chance and most likely track up British Columbia. Victory Bay again will give them a start. Watch him late and a big watch on 16, as you said. Bridget was okay first up and he's two, two from two from two second up. Draws bad though. Seven nine ten sixteen nineteen. Seven nine ten sixteen nineteen. Okay, let's go through uh, Tags' numbers for the quaddy. This is his day. He did it last year. I think he's going to do it again this yeah, year. Yeah, one paying 24 and a half hours, and I put it Two, four, and eight in the first leg. Three, six, and ten in the second leg. Three, one out in the third leg. Seven, nine, ten, sixteen, and nineteen. $45. In the final leg. 45 bucks worth of... Uh, worth of... Uh, the quaddy. Quaddy. Mm. For you today at Flemington. Okay, gents, uh, best around the country, wherever you want to go. Tags, where do you want to go? Yeah, as I said, I'll stick with my best at Flemington. Race eight, number three, Jungle Jim. Jungle Jim. Josh, where are you heading to? Uh, I'm going to go. I'm going to go a big blowout. Uh, race number nine at Flemington, number 16, Frigid. Oh, I like it. Price. That'll do, mate. Yeah. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Like it. All right. I'm hearing you. I'm hearing you. I'm going to go to the Gold Coast. Race six, number seven, Axe. Oh. Race six, number right. seven, Axe. It's been Axe. fun working with you then, Scoot. Yeah. Josh, uh, good to chat. Look forward to chatting again next Saturday. Well do. See you, boys. Have a good day. You well, too. Tags, uh, all the best this afternoon. You've got a, a big day ahead. Uh, still plenty to come on SEN, of course. Up next on the SEN Off the Bench uh, team with Tim Gossage and Scotty Cummings and SEN Track. Winners with miles, of course. It's been uh, wonderful having your company again on Saturday morning. Look forward to doing it all again next Saturday.